0: hello and welcome to book reviews kill a podcast about fantasy sci-fi and horror novels i'm chad and i'm evan and you are
1: listening to the monday morning minute and this week in fictional news uh, it's not quite news but i wanted to bring to everybody's attention that the 2022 hugo awards are happening on september 4th coming up pretty soon they are scheduled to be presented at a ceremony at Chicon 8 uh, in Chicago, the 80th World Science Fiction Convention in Chicago, Illinois. So I just wanted to read off the finalists for best novel and uh, best novella for everybody, just so we can kind of like keep all those authors in our heads. This is, I mean, this is like our Oscars, you know. Oh, yeah. Least. It's mine, at least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't get excited don't for the Oscars at all. So, uh, So for best novel, there are six nominees and they are a desolation called peace by arcady martine i think that that's for the texacalan uh, duology i think uh, those are supposed mm, okay. to be really good we might read those on the podcast yeah um, nice tasty duology yeah okay. and then the galaxy and the ground within by becky chambers uh, becky chambers did the i think wayfarer series like uh, the long way to a small angry planet which is an awesome oh, book okay. yeah um, Becky Chambers uh, is also on the novella side, <laughs> because <laughs> Becky Chambers just rocks. Um, and then we've got Light from Uncommon Stars, which I have on my shelf here. It's a Raika Aoki. Um, I've heard it's a really like gorgeous, super unique book, but I haven't got to that yet. Um, and then Master of Jin by P. Jelly Clark. Obviously, that's like one of the most popular books um, in the world right now i haven't read that either but it's also on my shelf neither have i but i've heard yeah. a lot about it yeah that one's supposed to be great um and then project hail mary by andy weir i did read that did you read that chad i did not know It's awesome. It's a it's about a guy who like wakes up in a spaceship that's headed for the sun in a different um it's not our sun, it's like a different is it our sun? I can't remember. I read it like six months ago. He's heading into it on like a suicide mission? No, 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 no. It's like uh he's he's like on a mission. It's kinda like the Martian. It's it's a lot like the it's it's very much like the Martian. (laughs) But there's a I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody, because it is a really great book, but there's a twist to it. Um I'm not gonna give it away, but once I realized what the twist was to it, it was I just oh it was so exciting you loved this book I remember yeah, you talking yeah. about
0: this and you were like I am so into this book and then I yeah. remember you mentioning the twist not what it was but that you were just super blown away and, and loved it totally
1: um and then she who became the Sun" by Shelley Parker Chen which is also on my shelf and I haven't got to yet but apparently that one's really terrific too wow you have a lot of good books just sitting on your shelf I do, yeah, and I'm I'm chipping away. It's happening. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get. We'll talk about it soon. I, I'm reading them. Just about a year ago, I had no books on my
0: shelf that I had not read at least once. Now I have. I don't believe you, dude.
1: Everyone, I of don't them. believe you. I only bought That's books not to read possible. them. Yeah, I just bought them to read them. So, so let me get this straight, Chad. You would just have all the books on on your shelves, and then you'd go to the store. You'd buy one book, and then yes. you'd come home and read it, and then just place it lovingly on your shelf, and then go buy yep. another book. Usually,
0: it was the three or four because it was like I was looking for those fat trilogies or. Right. or uh, but you had uh, that tetralogies. Much, we we yeah. call
1: that shelf control around
0: here. Dude, I was a shelf control master, and then I've just deteriorated into right, a straight addict.
1: Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> now- <laughs> Welcome to the club, man.
0: Probably like
1: thirty on my shelf right now that I have not read. Uh, let's go through best novella real quick, and then we'll get to what we've been we've been up to. Okay. Uh, so best novella is Across the Green Grass Fields by Shauna Maguire, and Shauna Maguire is a powerhouse writer. Um, I've haven't read anything by them, but a lot the, they have put out a ton of work. Um, and then, uh, is it Elder, good? You hear a lot of good. things. I've I mean, heard obviously only only, only good things about and Maguire. Yeah, um, this is one of those other authors that I'm sure wherever I started, it would be good. Um, and then Elder Race by Adrian Tchaikovsky. I have read that. I just read that like a month ago, and it was so, so good. I hope that one wins, honestly. But I, I mean, I haven't read any of these these other ones. Like, we've got Fireheart Tiger, uh, Elliot de Butard. Um Never even heard of that. Uh, mm-hmm. Novellas, I'm not so um, caught up on. But like, uh, The Past is Red, Catherine M. Valente. I've heard of this one, The Psalm for the Wild Built by, again, Becky Chambers. Um, the cover oh, so of that book. There? Ah, uh, so Becky Chambers has been nominated for both <laughs> best novella and best novel. Wow, That's so cool! Yeah, um, and then uh, a spindle splintered by Alex E. Harrow. I do, I have heard of Alex E. Harrow, um, but I don't. I've never heard of that novella. Like I Same. said, novellas are a little rough um, for me. Like yeah. I, I've read some, and I just uh, haven't heard of a whole lot of them. I've pulled back
0: from my I need twelve books in order to read it sort of uh, vibes, but I still need a little bit more than just. Novellas are cool. They're punchy. I mean, I read um, um, Brandon Sanderson's novella and loved it. Totally.
1: Let's see. Oh, this is kind of cool. Greenbone Saga got nominated for best series.
0: Ooh, nice. Uh,
1: Yeah, along with Go Fonda. um, Sean and McGuire's Wayward Children. If that makes sense. The World of the White Rap by uh, T-, T. Kingfisher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that should be on there. Uh, Terra Ignota. I, oh, that sounds really familiar. Merchant Princes and the Kingston Cycle. Um, yeah, like that's a solid lineup for best series. Wow, there's so much good stuff. Oh, Monstrous got. Sorry, now I'm just like going through here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like Monstrous got nominated. Laura Olympus got nominated. Far Sector by N.K. Jemisin. This is all for uh, graphic novel or comic. There's Um, some big names on that list. I feel like
0: fantasy books are going through a similar thing that hip-hop is going through, which is like a straight revival, you know? We're coming out of the aughts. Well, I guess we're 10 years past that. But we just kind of had some like figuring the scene out in the teens, and now it's just like figured out. It's it's figured out. (laughs) It's It's so (laughs) killer. And not only that, but they're like going in all sorts of new directions, not just running and hiding and uh, young Farmer Boy is more than what he thought he was and he discovers something and he you know goes on a
1: quest. I mean quest. it's it's funny like even if it is that it's like now there's so much other influence from other stuff that that yeah. it won't be that just you know what i mean um mm-hmm. it's it's fresh i like it a lot and then we've got so this is cool we are actually going to move on after this i think uh, but <laughs> it's so interesting um yeah keep going we've got um the best dramatic presentation long form which i guess is a movie um i would i would imagine we've got uh, dune the denis villeneuve dune obviously i, I hope that um, which it. should probably win it um and canto which i still haven't seen but i heard is really that's like the new disney movie um
0: oh yeah did we talk about that the other day
1: we were talking about coco coco that's yeah the one. they're similar sounding names yeah encanto coco uh no no the green knight which you hated but i really
0: liked <laughs> i just thought it was yeah i didn't like it A twenty-four
1: movies man i couldn't
0: even tell you what that movie was about
1: uh, i loved it
0: I kept like checking like am i watching the right movie
1: <laughs> did he it was that was what it was called right oh yeah yeah it was oh man you just don't know a good movie I'm when just, you see it i just it, don't Chad. understand it it wasn't it was over my head Um, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. I still haven't seen that either because I just don't really watch like very many like Marvel movies. I do like them, um, but I kind of just forget that they're there. Yeah,
0: there's just so many. They've kind of like drowned, like watered themselves out almost, you know? But when it's it's on, it's cool. Yeah, it's really cool and always fun, you know? It's funny how we can so easily commit to a series because it's only 45 minutes long, but 12 of those when it's like, oh, dude, I can't
1: commit to yeah. a movie that's two hours long <laughs> but i can commit to a two and a half hour episode of stranger things no problem <laughs> easy uh no then they've got uh space sweepers which i've never heard of and uh wandavision which i also haven't seen um well lots of disney stuff <laughs> yeah and all Dune of better this. take it i Go hope Dune. Dune does yeah um the and then like it's so like uh Best dramatic presentation in its short form is just, like, probably episodes of TV shows. So, they got, like, Loki, The Expanse, Arcane, Wheel of Time. Oh, that's cool that Wheel of Time got a nomination. Uh, Star Trek. Which one? What is it uh, the Picard one, or is it just a new Star Trek? Uh, the episode is called Lower Decks. I'm not sure. Huh. Um, it it must be out. It must be from the, the newest Star Trek show. I didn't even know there was a new one. Oh, it's an animated show. Oh, and then uh, Best Podcasts, which... One day we will be on. You know it as Be The Serpent, The Code Street Podcast, Hugo Girl, Octathorpe, Our Opinions Are Correct, and World Building for Masochists. I've never heard of any of those podcasts, Me neither, but so i so be, sorry.
0: Better be looking in their rear view mirror, because we're coming. <laughs> all right, let's move on. We've
1: uh, just been listing so many things. You're gonna hate uh, adding all the names of things. Oh my god! Uh, I'm so sorry. Dude, not as much as last one. I almost made a video about
0: it, because you have a tendency to just list books. <laughs> Like and then there's this one, this yeah, one, this one, yeah. and you're going through like all the books you read in high school. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Get <laughs> <laughs> Pause it like every three seconds. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, it's fine. But there was a lot, and there was a lot of movies on there too because we went over um, a lot of Shakespeare stuff and then a lot of Disney and Pixar. Oh, and and... Pixar. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh no, it was good. It was good. It was good. I like it. It's beefy. I feel like I haven't talked to you like all week. What have you been doing? Dude, I've been taking care of uh, one of my good friends' two dogs and his house, so I've been uh, playing playing house sitter and dog sitter. The
1: Dachshunds? And yeah, the Dachshunds. I uh, love Dachshunds. Dachshund. Is it Dachshund or Dachshund? I think it's Doxson. Doxson? Like uh, It's spelled okay. D-A-C-H, not, okay. not D-A-T. So it's Dachshunds. Let me tell you, they're cute as can be
0: however i am just <laughs> not a dog person like i just what i'm just not i mean i love my cat to death but you know we have wow. a very good relationship i'm like pet him three times and he's like i'm done and i'm like perfect me too Chad, we, we just go lost on. like
1: half of our followers <laughs> no, just I by know. you saying
0: that i know they just like follow me around everywhere and dogs? i feel like i have to like yeah oh the, and like so
1: the two dogs
0: yeah yeah there's yeah. always always there and you know one of the highest utilities that having a pet can have is blaming creepy house noises on them right you know you hear something you're like that's just the cat and but if they're always with you then you can't blame the noise that happened outside the room on them sitting next to you and then they always just like start barking at nothing which i thought freaked me out the first time i was mid-bathroom and i like panicked because they were freaking out go running out (laughs) (laughs) you know and they're just like nothing is happening in there i was like armed and ready like okay
1: we're going into a fight there's an intruder because they were losing their minds yeah uh, my mom had dachshunds uh like three of them and they are they're just they're very i mean i love dachshunds personally i would love a a whole big heap of them i want to get into a kiddie pool and have them just like crawl all over me i mean don't get me wrong they were so cute They're so cute (laughs) I do I mean like uh, I have a dog um and he's amazing. He's my favorite dog in the whole world. Um, but yeah, dogs are definitely like way more high maintenance than cats. Yeah. And um I don't know, like cats I feel like yeah, you can really just kind of like give cats food and yeah, just pet he's like them. an apathetic roommate. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like- I like both. I don't know, it's funny because people say like they're either a, a dog person or a cat person. I just love both of them so much. Like I love cats. I've had cats um i i think that they're the the most regal most interesting animals in the world and So I, just, arrogant. I love dogs because i feel like i'm like literally like mind melding when emotionally connecting with dogs and you uh, can all, have yeah. a far greater relationship with a dog than my i don't cat know for sure. i don't know i think that's right. it's debatable for sure people have really really uh deep connections that's with true. cats yeah i don't know the cats are
0: just so like they're like aloof you know which is part of their appeal for me i guess but they're doing uh, their own thing they're just doing their own thing and i really respect that i also respect the fact that if i were to release my cat into the wilderness he would be king of the raccoons in like 45 minutes (laughs) you know those
1: dogs would be hawk food (laughs) have you been reading
0: oh yes (laughs) oh books (laughs) i have i tried asking that without sounding like uh i don't know (laughs) hello yes i have i finished um thorfinn and the witch's curse which I liked a lot. Nice. It it got better and better and just like really interesting. And it was pretty fresh. Like I know last week I was like, yeah, it was kind of a classic like beginning part of a hero's journey. And it was, but with a whole different twist. And I really like it there, especially with the introduction of this, um, the old man in the woods character who trains our young hero trove. And he was awesome. Uh, I, I just really liked it. It was, it was a very, very good book. So, Jay Batista, you uh, killed that one. I'm excited to read the next
1: few. Was the old man grumpy? He was not grumpy. He was oh, just jovial and dang. fun. Oh, that's kind of cool, though. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah a little, was... that's a little subversion of the trope.
0: Yeah, our uh, our main character is kind of straight edge a little bit. He's like, I shouldn't steal that. And he's like, no, you should steal that. <laughs> that, that. This was made for you, man. <laughs> it was cool. And then, of course, I
1: started the City of Brass. Okay, Ooh. how do you say her last name? I think it's Chakraborty. Ch- Chakraborty, um, okay. so We'll have that stage. totally figured out on the next episode, obviously. Chakraborty, okay. Um, I think it's that's it. very good. Yeah, she is a really fantastic writer. Man, it's like... The imagery. like a donut.
0: Like, it wow. just goes down. It's really fresh. And... She does something that I love, which is huge creatures. We had a yeah. creature in the first D- part of don't, that. Don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Okay, don't spoil wait, it. Wait, don't spoil it. <laughs> but, you know, we've talked many times about how we want big yeah. creatures and there's some big creatures. I love it.
1: Yeah, we have just been crushing our Dude. game on this podcast. Just one right awesome up. thing after another. Wow. And we're going into the Dark Tower after this. Oh, my god. Like it, I feel like we're just coasting. We just we're eating this d- a delicious uh, appetizer, you know, and then we're gonna coast <laughs> right into dinner. And the dinner is oh, really, oh, it's gonna be so tasty. The the food the food analogies on this podcast will never stop. By no, the way, no.
0: You know what my favorite descriptor word for food is I think it sounds so <laughs> yummy. <laughs> what is It is marbled? You ever, get, you, you ever hear something that's like marbled? And, oh, yeah. It sounds so good. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh the way Yum. you said that marble, <laughs> marbled well you can't even like say it regular it's just yeah.
1: something special you know yeah so it's been a fun week what have you been up to evan uh okay what did i do um i finished the invisible life of addie LaRue, and it was really good um it was one of those books where by the end of the book i was so you know that like that that nice satisfied like cool we, I, yeah. I, 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 don't know. Like I read a lot of reviews where people were just so upset about the ending, and I really liked the ending a lot. And it was a, it was just a really beautiful book. Uh, v. E. Schwab's writing is so, so immersive and great, and just like delicate. Ooh, that's a good word. Yeah, um, I felt like it. It was too long, and I also didn't get enough. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, uh, I do. It was, it was a lot of like one thing, and I was like, Cool, I get this. I totally get it. And then it would like they'd have like the same, like similar conversation again. And I was just like, Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, I still I totally, get this. <laughs> I still get this. Tell me uh what you mean by delicate, just take that to the next level of understanding for me.
1: Every sentence was like perfectly placed. It was like, oh, like okay. it, it was like V. E. Schwab was like, when you like cook sugar and like shape it. You know, oh, um, into, like thin <laughs> strips, uh, kind of. But you like place it like delicately on top of a cake. And I feel like oh. each sentence was kind of like that. You cool. Know? Um, like Addy's point of view, um, being 300 years old was pretty cool. Um, there's another character in the book named Henry, which I liked a pretty good amount. I mean, I just I wasn't super invested in any of the characters. Mm. Um, I think I just overthought it. <laughs> because it had been so hyped up to me. like Everybody was like, you got to read this, you got to read this, you got to read this. And then I read it, and it's like, this is a really good book, um, but I don't know. It's this this pretty good. Like, it was all that, just like maybe the bag of chips good. was missing? <laughs> the bag of chips was there. I just didn't okay. really want to eat it. Okay. Um, Vinegar or something? <laughs> it's just not my style of book, personally. Mm. The idea was really, really cool. But to give like a good example of where my head was at with it. Um, there's a part where and I'm, this isn't really spoiling anything because it's just like such a nothing part of the book. But Addie LaRue um, is like kind of involved for like a couple pages in like World War Two. It's like a it's like a spy, you know, mm. um, and it has nothing to do with the rest of the book. It's just so everyone's clear, I'm not spoiling anything. But the reason I bring it up is that I think that would have been a really cool book. Yeah. you know it would have given her like some consequence like some <laughs> some like a point you know to her being there but it, instead it was like kind of about like her finding someone or something i don't know is she like, immortal yeah okay yeah and um i don't I, it's hard cuz um i don't really have any super hard critiques about it at all and I really, I kept, I was thinking about it when I wasn't reading it. I wanted to like get home and read it when I was at work and stuff because I just love the Ishwab's writing. And I wanted to find out, most of all, I wanted to find out how V.E. Schwab was gonna wrap all this up. Um, she had created such a cool scenario. It's like a situation. That in my head I was like, "How are you possibly going to wrap this up? I need to find out get how this out of ends." This one. Yeah, and so that's a mark of a really excellent book, obviously. And then she did, and I was satisfied. But like I said, I was just kind of like, I don't know why. I don't know why it was. It covered what it covered. You know? Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. Was there like a character emotional connection with the character that was missing not for you? Re- yeah, I didn't really have one. I, okay. th- I, but it's funny because I had emotional connections to the situation right oh, but okay. not the characters which it yeah, doesn't like go as deep as characters it was it was it was so yeah it was like i was able to kind of like put myself in that position like the the actual real situation of someone forgetting you the second that they turn around and like how difficult it would really be i mean v.e schwab oh. was basically like world building at that point and creating all these rules about that and the whole situation and that was my favorite part of the book it was really really good the 51st states to a whole new level. Kind of, yeah, yeah. It was really cool. Um, but Yeah, I like that. Thank you, everybody, for encouraging me to read it because I'm really glad that I did. Um, and I also started Heir to the Empire, which is the first book in the Thrawn trilogy, Star Wars Ooh. trilogy. Yeah, um, it's really, 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 really good. Isn't it? <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. I have yeah, never I read, read a Star Wars book before. And it they kind of threw me off at first because it's very. Like technical and it's, i haven't it's not you know what i mean it's not like i'm reading a Star science Wars nerds thing. right oh my god and it's just like it <laughs> yeah. just assumes that you know what every race of everything <laughs> yeah. is and every every like um weapon and ev- everything it just assumes oh. you're going in knowing all of that it's stuff like you've for surely played the card game <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i didn't i haven't i was yeah. just watched the movies um but it is really nice something about it, it's just so cozy, because I know what most of these characters look like. I know what Han Solo looks like. I know what Luke Skywalker looks like. I know what Leia Organa looks like. I know what a superstar destroyer looks like. I know what the Battle of Yevin was. Like, I know what all this stuff is, as like a pretty, you know, middle of the road Star Wars fan. So it's kind of cool, because these legends books, like this expanded universe, it's almost like from from what i've read online of uh, from people that have read all of them it sounds like these really excellent authors like Timothy Zahn were just going in and just fixing everything that the movies kind of just didn't do very well. <laughs> yeah. And it's so cool, yeah. I'm like 200 pages into the first one, and I started it yesterday because I just couldn't wow. put it down. It's just it's so easy to move through these books because mm-hmm. it's just Star Wars is so saturated into our brains. Like it's just it'd be like it's like reading Harry Potter fan fiction or reading you know what I mean. It's just right. you, you know what all of the this lightsaber. is exactly. That's such yeah. a perfect way of. putting <laughs> um, yeah i'm gonna read those um so i didn't know this and i'm just gonna go off on a tiny tiny little star wars thing oh, here for do. a second um i did not know this i had to do a little bit of digging to understand this because when i first told everybody on TikTok that i was thinking about reading um thron people kept asking me, are you reading Legends or are you reading the new canon? And I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't know, mm. like what do you, so I, I, don't I dug neither. around, I'll, I'll tell you right now. Okay. okay, so to my knowledge, I'm pretty sure this is right. Please email me and tell me I'm wrong if I'm wrong about this. Um, Legends apparently is everything that had, all, the, all of the expanded universe books that have come out until 2014 when Disney bought, Star, Lucasfilm, when Disney bought the rights to Star Wars. And then apparently Disney was like, all right, all that stuff doesn't count. It's not canon. Fuck you to everybody nope. <laughs> that's none of that sorry canon. we hold the
0: rights to this now and we're yeah, gonna I mean, trap everyone obviously in our they lane. still want
1: to make money off of it so they called it legends and then they just slapped the disney logo and read it all the covers for every oh one of those God. books it's so funny but i like the covers for those books a lot they really they're really pretty cool. cool do you have anyway, the one with luke holden no like that's, the at... that's the old oh, okay. one that's okay yeah. that's one that yeah. I but I the new one somewhere. is cool but anyway um and so then when the when disney started making the new movies and doing all that stuff they were like all right we're gonna do new books now too um but apparently Thrawn was so good that they kept Thrawn and did more books with Timothy Zahn. So they like brought over Timothy Zahn and they were like, you did such a great job at these books. You're doing more Thrawn books. And apparently Thrawn's going to be in a new show and stuff too. Oh, so.
0: cool. Yeah. Um, Dude, it would be so intimidating to write a Star Wars, <clears throat> excuse me. It would be so intimidating to write a Star Wars book if you no, get one you. thing wrong yeah. you're gonna get eaten alive and there's so much to know it would it would be very difficult
1: yeah like um r.a salvatore did a star wars book yeah and apparently he also he... helped
0: with uh some of the the screenplays of the or the scripts of some of the newer movies
1: oh i didn't know or that. the
0: phantom menace or one, one of the first three the prequels
1: yeah huh? apparently r.a salvatore killed off chewbacca in the legends like canon and uh, yeah and he was just like i had no idea they were going to come for me like that he's like they killed my cat <laughs> but um it is just like a really i'll give you a really good example of why i love these books so much already um is because there's a there's a specific part where han and i think i think han and leia and chewie are sitting down talking and chewie like makes this noise and leia thinks to herself i wish i could understand more of what, what chewie was saying i just haven't spent enough time around him yet like han has han can decipher the the correct pitches in his growls for to understand the language and i had always wondered how was han able to understand what chewie was saying so well and it explained it right there and it was just in this little blip in this little thought processes that um that leia had, had. and it's there's a bunch of those things they're kind of just these authors are just kind of the like world together yeah and it's doing these cool like fan callbacks where like you know it's like f- for luke it was just like when he was going through the 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 trench through the death star and fighting, <laughs> you know what i mean and it's like oh i totally remember that that was so cool but anyway um yeah i'm stoked to be reading star wars books it's just a nice break from all the other stuff that i've been reading and um really into it and I'm reading uh, City of Brass also, and it's going great. We're going to have an episode of that ready probably next week, honestly, just because we've got so much to do on here this week and uh, off of here. But um, look out for that for sure. We'll start a Discord channel in there and everything so we can all talk about it. I'm still reading A Series of Unfortunate Events. Uh, I just started book four. I'm just kind of reading that before I go to bed, you know.
0: Have the series gotten any more uh, fortunate or uh, are they no, still pretty unfortunate? Does. No, <laughs>
1: Um. Still reading Berserk. I'm almost done with Deluxe Volume Nine. I took a break on Berserk, not because it was too intense or anything, but just because it was like a mix of I didn't want it to end, so I just put it off. <laughs> yeah, done <laughs> that. I do that sometimes. <laughs> I didn't want it to end, um, even though there's a decent le- amount left for me to read, but it's not very much. Um no, you're so, gonna crush it too. I <laughs> you know. I'm kind of getting to the end of it. Um, so, but also, like, um, I kind of I felt like I got to. I was on. I was on chapter. 25 um and if anyone who has read berserk um you, know, you probably know like right what i'm talking about and it was just like a little bit of a dip in the action but i could mm. tell the action was coming so i figured it was like a nice spot to cut it there um but i'm back on my berserk bullshit nice. um, so yeah i'm reading I keep a wanting
0: to make fun of you for each new book that you've read because we've talked so many times how it's like you don't gain that much by reading so many more books and write about two or three you start losing right. but each book that you've mentioned is so different right than the other ones exactly. that I'm like oh no actually that doesn't
1: really mean well fit i was gonna read about, so. you're right i mean i was you, gonna you, read <laughs> I mean, that's nice i love that thank <laughs> you um, i was going to read uh the broken earth um, but i yeah, felt yeah, like yeah. i had i had kind of like looked up a tiny little synopsis of it um like a spoiler free like two-word like elevator pitch type synopsis of the first book uh the fifth season and it's not super similar to city of brass but i felt like it was just sim- there would be the same amount of um like unfamiliarity with the names yep. that i didn't want to do i didn't want to tag team both of those series you made a good call yeah i think star wars is the right move if i'm if i am going to be reading two series at once i think star wars is going to work you know? absolutely so- But I do, like, um, Broken Earth is coming soon. I'll probably read Broken Earth while we're reading The Dark Tower, so I'll kind of do a switcheroo there, where, like, the podcast episode will be books that I've already read and I'm familiar with, and then I can put more of my attention onto this other trilogy that I'm reading by myself.
0: I'm really excited for you to read those books and uh, hear your thoughts on them. They were, uh, yeah, they were very, very different. But, like... Also, they're fantasy books. It's like you your home, but your home just got a makeover. Kind of. It's just a. Totally. They were really good. I like them a lot, and her writing is easy to read.
1: I've heard that N. K. Jemison is kind of like paving the way right now for fantasy. Like
0: I've heard the same thing, and yeah. I would agree, especially with her interrelational character yeah. building. Like her characters take things to a little bit of a deeper level than a lot of fantasy authors go and it just was really cool to see that is and like really literally
1: about is that like literally about like a broken planet
0: I don't
1: know. Whatever. That's what kind fine. Of? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I also watched uh, the Iron Giant last night. <laughs> oh, cool! <laughs> it was so good. I forgot. How Did good you that cry movie. when the screws start rolling back together? Yeah. Oh, I mean, me. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, you know. Well, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's 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 so it's such an emotional movie. It is an emotional movie. And the writing, I didn't. I you know, it's I haven't like watched real. it in a while, but the writing is so like symmetrical and like perfect. Like, um, when I I, seriously, I don't know killing your descriptors tonight. Well, like, I, I, I don't know if anyone listening is super familiar with that movie. It's so good. If you haven't watched it, there's a part where like Hogarth, the main character in the very beginning of the movie like goes into the diner, he's got the squirrel and his mom is just like, you can't keep it, you know? And he's just like, Oh, like, I promise I'll take care of it. And it's like the squirrel. Right. And it's just so it's such a good setup it's such a good example of like a good setup for a character building, like showing versus telling, you know mm-hmm. like like he's you know that Hogarth is like this sympathetic kid who is lonely and has this urge to take care of something to befriend something right, right? and it's something just, different right, and it's just like and then um the like the beatnik guy it, like the squirrel crawls up the yeah. beatnik guy's like pants or whatever um and then it that's like reflected later. In, and that like the beatnik guy kind of like covers for Hogarth and then that's reflected later when uh Hogarth brings the iron giant to the beatniks guy's like scrapyard and then the beatnik guy kind of like covers for him again you know oh. and it's just like it's, it's so like well put together well done like it's such I could go on and on about that movie. It's got it like is... an 8.1 on IMDb. It's like. Wow. Good <laughs> yeah. job. You... So what was the like process up to Iron, where you just like, I'm going to
0: read, or I'm going to watch the I was the just Iron cruising Iron.
1: through uh, HBO Max, and it was okay, just right okay. there. Yeah, it's on HBO Max, everybody. Go watch yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll link it below. Cool. I think we can move right on to the fictional fun fact. Did we cover everything we did this week? I feel I like we're good. I think so. I mean, yeah. I did a bunch of other stuff. I mean, I got super drunk on Friday night and bought a bunch of books. I loved your TikTok. Uh oh, thank you. <laughs> with, with Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I love Matt so much. Oh, me too. Um it's fantastic. The, I'm surprised that they let us in to Powell's because it was like twenty minutes before they were closing. We just kind of randomly we were walking past it and i was like, i mean get, book celebrity
0: evan you can go anywhere
1: no i can't they have no idea who are. i even <laughs> oh, tagged hello. pals senior like them <laughs> yeah right like i tagged pals in that video and they didn't friend me back i was kind of like come on you guys like like did anyway, you see how many followers i have now? they probably didn't even look um but yeah <laughs> uh it was funny because we go in there and um I'm like a pretty reserved drunk, you know. Uh, we mm-hmm. weren't like wasted or anything, but like we were Matt we is were nutty. a few we were a few drinks to the wind and um Matt is very like outgoing <laughs> boisterous yeah very boisterous. that's a perfect word for it um so <laughs> I, you know how when you're like when you've had a few drinks and you make a decision and then you're in the process of executing that decision and you're like ooh, i don't know about this one you know but then then it's like too late so you got to kind of like see it through so we're like in right. the gold room the sci-fi it's fantasy section appels like my home away from home and matt is just kind of like even before i brought my phone out matt was just like what's this one What's this one? Like really loud and like running around because he was so excited because he, I mean, Matt loves Star Wars. Uh, he loves D&D. And He's he saw, an excitable like, all, fella. Right. And he saw like this big wall of D&D books and stuff and um, he was just really excited. But um, we, he wasn't being like super obnoxious or anything, but I, we, they were trying to close and I was like making a TikTok video. So they are probably <laughs> just like, dropping books and stuff. Right. Yeah. I know. They are probably just like, come on, guys.
0: Um, but it here. was fun.
1: Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's let's move on to the fictional fun. Book. That's enough about us today. What do you think? All
0: right. I think so. Cool. The Sword of Shannara by Terry Brooks was a fantasy trilogy distributed and used to launch Ballantine Books subsidiary Del Rey Books. It borrowed so heavily from Tolkien that Lynn Carter called it the single most cold blooded complete ripoff of another book that I have ever read. <laughs> Come on, it's not that close to it. Yeah, seriously, from a guy who wrote like 40 million copies of the same book, Conan. Um,
1: I don't know. I think, okay, I really like The Sword of Shannara a lot. um, My only only beef with it was it was just like, it's so long. It's It's, it's like 780 pages or something. mm -hmm. Um, I feel like it probably could have been shaved down, but there's something about it that's just so, like I can picture Terry Brooks hovering over a typewriter and just pounding that book out you know i mean totally the story could,
0: was pulled from him
1: right totally and i mean i'm sure that he had read lord of the rings and i mean because you got like like Alanon is totally gandalf, gandalf. yeah. Uh, like shay and flick are obviously hobbits right. the like, sword is the ring <laughs> right i mean like uh like balinor is boromir it's it's a it's a thing it's 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 a thing but it's also if you've never read sword of shannara and you have read lord of the rings the similarities won't it's it's not so much that you don't want to read it it's its own thing it really oh, does yeah. feel like its own thing
0: totally but it's also home at the same time right and like, it, oh, I this mean, is cozy
1: and it doesn't read like tolkien no <laughs> at not all, at, all. at all in a good like, way right i mean like tolkien is very um Tolkien's very dense it's a little purple it's a little flowery uh, mm-hmm. tolkien use tolkien really likes using the word and uh i've noticed and um, yeah like he uses mm. like he, he'll he just keep using the word and in like a run-on sentence um he starts sentences with and um especially when like more in like um like the ride of the Rohirrim, you know in like a return of the king he's using the word and like all the time and it's it lends kind of like this um almost like scriptural like sense to it yeah, almost that's well yeah perfect yeah, yeah. um but yeah, scriptural so, is a great
0: way because it's like profound yet also sometimes kind of dry but uh brooks
1: doesn't right, like not, not that
0: at all. My <laughs> only criticism for the Sword of Shannara would not be with the Sword of Shannara, but with all the other books. This, so you know, the everything else of Shannara, and that they all are very similar versions of the Sword of Shannara.
1: See, I've only read Sword of Shannara and Elfstones of Sh- of Shannara. I didn't even read the whole trilogy. I didn't get to Talismans. so um, oh, I read like six of them or something. Are they all like? I mean, because stones wasn't that similar. I felt like. I mean, it was. They were. Th- they were finding stuff it's just like every book is the next
0: generation of the characters which is a really cool idea but then yeah. the wizard shows up to tell them about some evil baddie that they need to help him solve and then they go solve it and then it's like Duh-nah. usually it revolves around like an item that they're looking for
1: right
0: and it's all really good but you know after like the sixth one i was like okay moving on
1: i've got a quote here from gene Wolfe, who is you know kind of the the second godfather of <laughs> sci-fi <laughs> fantasy i don't know how to put it uh leguin Le- Le said that uh gene wolf is our uh Uh, Melville if that puts it in any perspective but he said that uh, Terry Terry Brooks has often been disparaged for imitating Tolkien particularly by those reviewers who find his books inferior to Tolkien's own. I can say only that I wish there were more imitators we need them and that all imitations of so great an original must necessarily be inferior I love that. Fucking Gene Wolf. Yeah that is great stuff right there and I agree Yeah I mean it's um it's a, you know I just made a I made a video a, little, a couple of days ago about name of the wind and I was kind of kicking myself honestly for, for including this bit because I kind of I compared name of the wind to Harry Potter as though that were a bad thing you know and it was just I I wish I hadn't put it in there. Um, but it's in there. You know what I mean? Uh, it like it Harry I Potter still, is
0: like a ripoff of Star Wars or whatever. Yeah,
1: I mean, it's all it's it's just it was um like I'm not wrong, but it's not a bad thing. You know, it's yeah. not like a point against it or anything. And I kind of worded it that way. So if anybody um, felt that too, like, sorry about that. Like, you know, uh, sometimes I to... sometimes I just say stuff without like super thinking about it. Then like 30,000 all... people see it. But anyway, um, it's like it's not it doesn't make the work worse. you know by it being like everything is so derivative of everything else right trying to
0: come up with a new story is like trying to think of a new color it's just it's not gonna happen but you can you know, every there's nothing new under the sun you know everything has been done before but you could that doesn't mean it still can't be fresh and make something new it's just if you want to draw comparisons you're going to be able to
1: yeah right i mean like with uh sword of Shannara, there's like those um what were they called they um the skull bearers like the big flying creatures in it yeah. uh those creeped me out more than the nazgul in Lord of the rings they for some they just had like this like different power and mystery vibe. yeah they had like this totally different vibe to them and while we're on the subject of things that are ripping things uh, other things off i mean have you read the eye of the world by robert jordan i mean come on that's like hey, it's like you beat to- for beat <laughs> You know, yeah, you could
0: take like all of the fantasy books in the decade before it and like put it in a blender, and then that <laughs>
1: book would just like come out. It wasn't sort of truth, really, or wizard's first rule, really similar to Lord of the Rings, too. Yeah, and then um, in well, I was gonna say Dragonbone's Chair, world. but Dragonbone's Chair is not really similar, actually, not really. No, it was pretty, pretty different. But I don't know. I don't really whenever people if someone says like oh it's just like this other book it's like oh well cool i liked that other book yeah you know um when people say like uh, red rising is too similar to the hunger games it's like well have you read the hunger games because those books rock like that's i mean i mean it's not is it literally every single word right (laughs) like was it word for word do you want less ice cream in the world
0: what are you talking about like
1: (laughs) (laughs) this mint chocolate chip tastes very similar to regular chocolate chip (laughs) They did the same thing. It was the exact same process. Off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's going to wrap it up today for us here on the Monday Morning Minute. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We really appreciate you being here.
0: Definitely. You guys just love you so much.
1: Um, I do want to make a little bit of an announcement um if you're still here listening to us i'm going to be working with this company called galatea for like the next six months which yeah, is really, really awesome for me because yeah i'm trying to like get out from under working this um this kind of like service industry job so i can keep making more content and writing books and doing everything that i'm trying to do um so it's the really world nice is to behind get, you right yeah i just wanted to like be transparent with uh, at least the people that are listening to this podcast and i made a video on TikTok and stuff but like i'm gonna be reading some books uh, on Galatea, but they were really cool and told me I could read whatever I want on the app. I can say whatever I want. They're really laid back about everything. They just want a decent amount of content. It's like four videos a month. Um, which will be, you know, pretty diluted with all the other stuff that I'm making. But I just wanted you to know that if you see me reviewing a book for this company, I'm I'm I decided to read it. You know what I mean? And they don't care if I like I'm not gonna trash it or anything because it's a lot of unknown authors and I'm I'm stoked. I want to get people's names out and stuff um but like i just wanted everyone to be clear <laughs> that i'm not like shilling for a company and like lying <laughs> about my opinion about books or anything but i'll probably do some videos where i i do like a like a top 5 Stephen King books or something and then at the very end i'll kind of like tag um you know i'll be like uh oh, this video is sponsored by Galatea go check out this app it's in the link to my bio or something but um i do know that like a lot of ads from one creator can be I don't know. Like weird, I guess. Like I don't I don't really know inauthentic. Right. Um, And I just wanted to like keep like, you know, my authenticity going here and just like really kind of be transparent with everybody that I am reading the books that I'm talking about when I am talking about books that I've read on this app. Um, a lot of spicy stuff on this app. So um, I've heard. <laughs> I think I have
0: zero fear because I know you that you will lose your authenticity by doing this. And all, And if anything, it'll just it'll give you a platform it'll give you the ability to do this full-time and that will only make better content and it's it's a good app yeah it's not like you're selling out you're like a, you went from doing open mic nights and now you have a youtube special like no one's hating on the comedian who's got a youtube special now you know it's like
1: um i mean i agree with the app like that was the main thing is like i checked it out and i was like cool all right so it's a lot of like erotica it's a lot of thrillers it's a lot of like you know uh, my boss is a werewolf and he wants to, like, you know. <laughs> dude, you should hit up, like, you Blue know? Chew. See so if they'll
0: sponsor an episode while you're doing you double sponsor. <laughs> What's Blue Chew? Oh, it's like the new, um,
1: like, erectile dysfunction pill. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> yeah, dude. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, I, mean, I, could, I don't know if I could, like, really endorse it, though, because I don't really need it right now. But yeah, well, maybe you could try I'm... it out and just, like, well,
0: I was raging for four <laughs> hours. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah like i'm I'm stoked like i'm i'm going into w- this with like you know good faith and everything and um yeah so i'm really excited about it because it's just another you know link in that chain that's gonna be able to pull me up out of um working a job that i mean it's not like i hate it or anything but it's just it's seeping time away from you want to do the, this yeah i want to do this and uh i mean i'm like personally super excited to work with a company that does ebooks and audiobooks and the way they do it is really cool actually they take um they have this other website called inkit and it's kind of like it's similar to like Wattpad where like you can anybody can publish any book on this website oh, cool. and then whatever books on inkit are doing pretty well they put them over on Galatea oh. for people yeah so because I like was testing talking grounds yeah I was talking to him and I was like how do you decide what books to put on here he's just throwing titles up here like willy-nilly for people like how do you know what's good and he was like oh this is exactly how we know what's good is that people already like it before we That's put an it important on the app question um, to be able to answer yeah it's like are you making money
0: off this or is that your goal or are you trying to find cool authors and elevate them into the public eye
1: dude and honestly man if i can get if i can get some eyes on some authors that like people hadn't really known about and get them some money and like hook them like i'm super okay with that i really that's a good way to contribute to the community so yeah i started reading these
0: thorfinn books because jay batista reached out to me and he was a cool guy and i was like man we should i should try to use the platform for shining light on On some smaller authors, like, you know, Brandon
1: Sanderson probably doesn't need my promotion. <laughs> we need his. Honestly. We need his. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, that is going to do it for us today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Really, really appreciate it. I mean, like, uh, this was a nice, cool episode, and I love doing this here with you, Chad. Breezy, baby. You listening here. I uh, hope you all have an awesome rest of your week. Of course, a uh, great rest of your day. And of course, happy reading. Bye, everybody.